ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into another episode of The Breaks Radio. Be real, excel as king should. I am one of your co-hosts, Johnny. I am joined by my brother, CEO Hayes and Ralph. Fellas, what's going on? Man, enjoying my day off, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> For real. Yeah, me too. I mean, just peel back the curtain a little bit. We are recording on the 4th of July. That's how dedicated we are to this podcast. We're recording on a holiday, but I'm enjoying my day off, enjoying not having to see uh, l- lack of melanin, I guess, if we're going to be <laughs> people like, but uh, it's just been, no, it's been a good day, man. Food, family, chilling, can't right. complain. Basically, <clears throat> that's that's all this quote-unquote holiday is really for, just to relax with your people and just chill, just chill. Um, I guess we can get straight into it, man. Uh, so Meek Mill has released a new EP called Legends of the Summer. Um I personally haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but it's on, it's only 14 minutes. Um, so what what are you guys' thoughts on it? Um, if this is a precursor for an album, I'm excited. Um, mm-hmm. it, it has the Stay Woke uh, track featuring Miguel that we discussed uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a song, I think it's called Philadelphia with Swiss Beats. Dope song. Like, dope way to start off a project. Um, and then he has like a song that's clearly going to be on the radio with Jeremiah. And I think that's, you know, I think it's a cool song. Like everything is just kind of flowed together. Like, and this is what I personally been wanting from Meek on an album. So it's like, you know, if you give me four cohesive tracks here, cool. But, you know, when there's an official album release, I kind of want the same type of uh, flow and energy from Meek. Yeah. I mean, especially as a, like a, and we kind of talked about this when we talked about him getting out. Uh, it, it's a, it's a good way to kind of wet the whistle. And get ready for a project. A project has to be coming within the next couple of months, I would think, because if not, this is kind of a waste. But um, to start off the tr- the the EP, I feel it was a dope way to start it off. Um, overall, I enjoyed the project. I just uh, I was hoping for more than just four tracks, but it's an EP. Like I said, once I <laughs> once I changed my line of thinking and realized that this is kind of just an appetizer, hopefully into this album. I felt it was perfect. <laughs> it, it only needed one more track for it to be considered for Grammy contention. <laughs> That's all I was gonna say. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me ask y'all this, right? So when Meek's album drops, what if one or all of these songs are on that album? How, you can't do- like, how do you guys feel about that? Uh, the state vocal song probably will be. Seeing that that's like the lead song he performed at the BZ Awards that I didn't watch, but he performed it. Um, Philadelphia seems like it should be on there. Like three of these songs definitely seem like they should be on there. One AM seems like a kind of like a mixtape track, but <laughs> these all seem like album quality songs to me. My thing with it is I compare it to this, and it's a very similar rollout of everything. You remember when Lil Wayne debuted Gossip at the BET Awards? And even then, they were talking about it being on the Carter 2. Did not appear on the Carter 2. It appeared on the mixtape before the Carter 2. So that's probably what this is. Don't get me wrong. Like, the guy's probably in the studio so much now. Like, think about everything he's going through, especially with the judge. He probably has so much to talk about and so much energy that, yes, maybe these were originally supposed to be on the album. But he figured, you know what? I'm recording so much material. I feel confident in what I'm recording. Let, let, me, let me give the streets this. I hope none of these are on the album. I hope not a single one of these tracks are on the album unless it's like a bonus edition or a special edition and they're extra tracks. But I, I while they're, they're album quality singles or songs, I don't I hope none of them are on the album. So you guys expect what's on the album to be better than better than this EP. 
Yeah. Equivalent or better. I would say right. that if if he if the album if the majority of the songs on the album are of this quality, it may be Meek's best work yet. Mm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, it I, it's definitely in my queue to listen to, man. It's just it's so much music that just keep getting thrown at us, man. It's hard for me to keep up. I don't see how y'all keeping up for real. <laughs> I don't sleep. I don't sleep. No, but uh, that's that'll do it. <laughs> it's been it's been what the the best two month stretch. Like that's just, we're just taking these two months, not even the full year. Like we're just these two months has been the best stretch of, of music in a while. Like that I can remember. Yes, yes agreed. Like it's coming at week after week after week. Nothing has been like uberly trash. Not none of the projects I listen to. Well, maybe the one Scorpion. we ready to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we can't talk about that. I mean, we, you know, you stone the rap game with that. You know Mommy. what I'm saying? Scorpion. <laughs> Every, everything is love. I mean, I'm just... not trash. Not no, but, but no, but seriously. So let's talk about it though. Out of the all the albums that have that have dropped in this stretch, what's the worst one? Because I think every and I don't think. Everything love everything is love is trash, but I honestly think that may be the nah Tiana. No, Tiana. Kids Ghost. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Kids Ghost. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yay, yay. Come on, man. Like, I like it. I put yay slightly above everything is love. But uh yeah, yeah. But I Tiana <laughs> and Kids Ghost are definitely below everything is love. Right. Well, you know we gotta get to it. You already mentioned Scorpion, so we gotta uh <laughs> we have to give our detailed review um who wants to go first i'll go first um i hate this album i hate both albums now if he took this is the thing with aubrey right because we never call him by a stage name we call him by his real government name right Fact. this is with this guy he makes all these songs and a lot of them sound very monotone a lot of them sound you know just the same the same type of flow the same type of this the same type of that he never really tries to grow much as an artist and his core fan base allows him to two-step in this box kind of like we do with rick ross because i mentioned that on oversaturated like these guys just two-step in this box and make songs that are good but what about cohesive projects like I applaud Aubrey for the fact that he can make singles. Cool. But when it comes to actually making a cohesive project, it's like, eh, eh. Like, it's like six songs that I really fuck with. Some that's kind of like on the fence and like the rest of the album you can throw away. So you have, what, 20, 20 plus tracks, 25 songs. It was very hard for me to get through this album. Both of them. It, it, even if it was the side A with all the, the quote unquote rap songs and then side B with all the quote unquote R&B songs. Yeah, I, <clears throat> CJ, you can take it. <laughs> <sighs> okay, here's the thing that I want to say on Scorpion. And this is because we're doing a full review. So, of course, I listened through the first time, um, just listening. Then, of course, the second time, I'm trying to be more critical. The third time, I'm trying to go back and over my critiques and just see um, if, if they were valid or not of me just being too hard. When I say that Drake fans are giving this album a complete pass, it's 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 true. Like this album is is largely it's okay. Don't get me wrong. It's not terrible, but when you're the best in the game, and quote unquote, I expect more. Um and hey. the, you can tell and the thing that I that I really dislike about this album, while this is not a response album as far as like this is response to Pusha T, this is very much a response album to what Pusha T said in story of Adidon, this man used what 23 chat tracks to respond to a, a five minute diss song. 
and this you can tell true. this is all fact. <laughs> and you can tell that a lot of this, and, th- and this is the thing that I that I've I've been holding back my response on social media, but you can tell that this CD, this album was not originally supposed to be two sides. It was supposed to be one side. This man went back in and recorded this much more material to apologize for his son that it turned into a double disc. And like, come on, man. And, and the thing is, is that whatever push he's not going to lose any sales he's already gone platinum all that good shit but this this i'm the best in rap shit just has to stop like it has to it has to stop because like this whole it's just a, a in your feelings album he should have renamed the, the album in your feelings because he's been in his feelings this whole album he responded to push a t on the mariah carey sample of emotions fam i just want to i just want to throw that out there this and man said, I'm not hiding rap side of that. I'm not hiding my my son from the world. I'm hiding the world from my son. And people are on go responding to this on Twitter like it's the best bar ever. Get this bullshit out of here, man. But it's even crazier because he was hiding from his own son. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then later in the album, he admitted that he only seen his son what once? Like one time. It, one so, time? Like word? All right. So first that's, of all, stay man's. Let me let me first start off by saying the very first track, uh, Survival, I feel like he was kind of talking his shit on that on that song. Like he said some yeah. shit like something about the new Mount Rushmore rap is his face and four different variations. I thought that shit was whole. I was like, oh, oh, OK. Is that the context of this album? Because he talking shit, talking his shit. But as the album progressed, it was nothing but subtle responses to Pusha T. And it's like, I, I, I want people to realize like this whole side A of the album is a is basically a response to Pusha T, right? Mm-hmm. None like CJ said or K said, none of this album probably sounded like this before the story of Adidon. I feel like he either added verses or rewrote verses specifically because of that track, which makes that diss track even more legendary. Mm-hmm. Like a whole album to respond to one diss track, like man, come on. And then, like, I'll even go here. Like, nothing really stands out on side A for real. Nothing. Like, to, well, to me, only some only survival. The very like, first. Well, the, yeah, okay, I'll give you the intro. But even like, you know, even me, the whole stand. Like, no, talk that talk. Now nah, it's all right. But it ain't enough for me to like want to be like, oh my god, this is great. Like, no. Right. The only right. thing, the only thing that Jay said we're talking about is like y'all let you know y'all kill X and you know you let Zimmerman live. The streets is dead or some shit like that. Oh, we got to get there. Jet skis. We got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> he on jet skis. That's shit. That's still Wait. my man. He lost now. Years, man, get off his back. <laughs> anyway, I uh, <laughs> I actually couldn't like I couldn't bring myself to listen to the R and B side. Now I had to go listen to the track that had the Michael Jackson feature. And I am completely appalled that somebody allowed Aubrey to use uh, Michael Jackson's vocals for a hook. Did he Michael know? Jackson is a Did, it, it, Are those Michael Jackson's vocals? I don't know. It, <laughs> like, let's, I don't know, man. Come on, let's talk know. about it, man. Let, let's. I mean, look, if we didn't talk about it, people wouldn't. They they would expect us to talk about it. They wouldn't respect us if we did not. The thing is, is that this man found someone named Michael Jackson. And then use <laughs> to say it was Michael Jackson. I'm not believing it. I'm not believing it. Drake, no, no you're not fooling me, man. It's Michael Trapson. Y'all ever heard of him on social media? <laughs> that was, I'm telling you, that was that was Chris Rock 
doing his Michael Jackson impression. Like I, it, oh. I'm, I refuse to believe it, man. I'm mean, not Chris Rock, Chris Tucker, but man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, damn, Chris Rock did a Michael Jackson impression. I remember that. Nah, I, I seen a meme say it was Flex Anderson. Like it was hilarious. Full of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, uh, the oh, R and B side, the R and B side is just. Um, I never really respected Drake as an R and B guy. I was thinking like, now this is the thing. He will throw out a song or two that you know sounds decent. I won't you know complete trash it. But do I really want to listen to Aubrey sing? No, like no, I'm good on that. Um, do people realize he can't sing? Like if you ever you can't tell his fans Drake, that you can, if you ever listen to Aubrey singing. He sounds the same that he did on his first album. Or if you want to go back to the mixtape, so far gone. A lot of that shit just blends in together to me. Like all the shit sounds the same. His now, rapping and singing voice are literally the same. The only thing I give him even somewhat credit for on that damn R and B side was the joint with Static Major and Ty Dollar Sign. I thought that was a dope thing. I, I did like was, that track. I did. Like I did that like track. that track. But outside of that, what are we really talking about on here? Like. Who knows? And then, and then I read somewhere that it was it's supposed to be Scorpion is supposed to be re released with like updated vocals and updated like sounds and shit like that. Like it's not gonna make it better. I agree. Why? <laughs> why even put the album out if you knew it wasn't finished? Like what is what is going on in the music industry, man? What is really happening? Listen. For Aubrey to be the standard, you know, let me get this off. For Aubrey to be the standard, that is like a complete rookie move, fam. Like if you're the number one guy. You know, in rap, you don't re you don't re-release shit unless it's a special edition. Like right. you know what I'm saying? You don't you don't make alterations to songs because they weren't finished. Fuck you mean. Exactly. And I feel like he felt it's okay to do it because apparently Kanye was go- was going to do it with Tiana's album, but it but it ended up not happening. I, I don't think I don't think that far into the box score. Not with that one. Drake just did some bullshit. That's all. They they rushed this album, and, it, and this is going to become a bigger problem in rap, is the fact that now this whole upload culture, because they can record um, music up until the last minute, you know, back when we were younger, CDs had to be pressed, ready to go a month ahead. Now, because it's just a simple click of a button and an upload, these artists are tinkering with these songs, and it, they're just not finished. How dare you put out something unreleased and you call yourself the best? And even if you didn't, just as an artist, your artistry to put it out when it's not ready. That's like me putting pushing upload on a podcast right after we recorded, not doing any type of editing. Fuck the songs that I add in, but not at least making sure the levels are right or or everything's there. Like I would never do that. You you right. don't you you as an artist you don't do that. You should have more respect for your fan base. This just screams that he's Drake. He doesn't give a fuck. He knows his stands are gonna buy it. They're gonna eat it up. They're gonna sing it. They're gonna go crazy if anyone calls him out for this shit. And I'm not standing for it. Like Kanye didn't get a pass for it. Drake definitely isn't gonna get a pass for it. This is no. bullshit. It's bullshit. You don't do that. Fucking up the art, man. Fucking up the art. If you know, you know. You know, you know, this thing of ours, oh, this thing of ours, a fraternity of drug dealers ringing off. I just happen to be alumni, too legit, they still looking at me with one eye. The company I keep is not corporate enough. Child rebel soldier, you ain't often enough. A rapper turned trapper can't morph into us, but a trapper turned rapper can morph into... Now, I, I, went, I did mention Tiana's... Uh, 
re-release. Um, so we all know that after after Tiana's album released, um, it was it was said that that wasn't the final version because a lot of the samples didn't clear. And even Tiana took to Twitter to say that basically that wasn't her real album. So it was, I guess, a rumor that her album was going to be re-released with all of the proper tracks that were supposed to be on there. And here it is a week or two later and still no re-release. This all this all goes back to what we were just saying. Artists, y'all need to get y'all shit together. And I, I would assume this is just mainly on Kanye. Like, like Kanye, what are you really doing? Like, you can't put out shit that you know isn't going to be the final album. Like, you know all of the tracks on Tiana's album sounded like B-sides. So why would you put these out as an album? Like, you just, you really gotta stop. You really gotta stop. Yeah, like, some, like I was list, re, list, uh, re, re-listening to Keep the Same Energy today, and it just feels like it needs, like, a few verses here and there on the songs to make them more, like, feel them more like a complete song. So I do blame Kanye for all of this. Like, you are the executive producer of this project. Like, you pretty much hold the 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 cutting room floor like that's that's what you do so why is this project sounding the way that it is i'm not saying that it's horrible i'm not even saying that it's bad i just feels like it could be a lot better is is this the wave of the future yes like artists putting out unfinished music pretty much mixtape quality albums but you know what this is this is just gonna we we always talked about how do we separate um like the true, true artists from just the the pop stars, basically. This is going to be another thing that separates how you how you see artists and who gets held in a high regard. Because J Cole definitely didn't do J Cole surprises with the album. We didn't even know we were getting that album exactly. before a week before it released. We didn't get none of this shit from him, and I and I and I doubt we would get that from from a Kendrick or even a Jay like Jay Z and Beyonce. No telling how long they were working on it, but guess what? When the shit released. They ain't talking about re-release. Exactly. Like so. So it, it, it's it's a, it's a thing that it's it's gonna help us differentiate who actually takes this artistry seriously, and who knows that they can just release and get sales regardless. Because this just screams of someone who, like, if it was not Drake personally, if it was his 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 A and R, whatever, whoever had the final call on this, which was probably Drake, they just didn't give a fuck. They did. They you you. I refuse to believe that us three sitting here can listen to music and hear unfinished music, but the fucking rapper can't. Doesn't notice that it's unfinished. Doesn't notice that it that it shouldn't be released. There's no way. I'm not believing that. So no, no, it's uncalled for. And 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 in this case of Tiana Taylor's album, the fact that you you notice the problem. She came to Twitter and said that uh, it's taking longer than they thought to get the the samples that they were going to use cleared. So they're just not going to re-release the album. Like, I'm sorry, fam, but you owe us one. I need another album in six months. Like, I need something. You owe you owe us one because me Johnny Johnny had been saying since since Push's album dropped, he was really really looking forward to the fact that really looking forward to her album. So you. Kanye, yeah, you owe my man's an album, son. You owe my man's an album. We, we need shit. that album. Thanks. <laughs> now let me ask y'all this: you, Do you think this like stalls Tiana anyway? She's oh, good music. She'll be off good music within a year. Okay, that's yeah. I was actually thinking the same thing. Like, she definitely has the means to put to put herself in an independent position, so she can put out the type of music she wants, how often she wants. Like, there's no. There's no reason why something like this should have happened with her at all. Like, it just should not have happened. Now, speaking of Tiana, 
I hear that her and Ty Dolla Sign have a song together. And she also mentioned on Twitter that they're working on a joint album. I need that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm checking for that. Like, Let's, I'm checking for that. Can we, can, we, can we keep Kanye away? Like, seriously? We got to keep Kanye away. Kanye has to stay away. Like, and the thing is, is that I get it. I get why she would want to sign to Kanye. I even, in, in, in a different alternate reality, I see Tiana Taylor and Kanye working together and putting out a great album. But as of right now, stay the fuck away from Tiana Taylor. Like, just please don't even do it. Don't executive produce. Don't send no beats in. Don't offer the mix and master. Don't offer no samples. Don't offer no no chorus. Stay the fuck away from Tiana Taylor. The only time he needs to do that is when he wants to actually be on his R&B slash hip hop tip. Like, I don't I, th- I feel like mentally he's in a different mind state with music. And maybe the, maybe why maybe that's why we've had these issues with well her album and Kidsy Ghost and Yay Conda maybe. But no, like Ty Ty Dollar got the the glow right now. Like if he if she's gonna like lock in and work like tracks with Ty Dollar, that's a good look. They need to be out by the end of the year. Like Ty Ty got her. Like cause Ty got. I don't know what that nigga do. Like he like <laughs> I think his stuff is okay. Like I think like I enjoy him as a solo artist. But when he hops on other people's tracks and he works with other people, like he takes a song and just goes out of space with it. For me personally, yeah, yeah. And he's like the hip hop equivalent of the weekend. Absolutely. Like the guy's on fire right now. So that that uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> but um, damn it, you threw, completely threw me off of my uh. Oh, did you guys see Kanye said he's going to release 52 albums over the course of 52 weeks? He bet he bet not even uh, try. Well, uh, let, let me ask you this. Like, I, I saw that bullshit. I don't believe it. Like, I, I believe it when I see it, right? But there are two other people locked in for seven track albums. We got, uh, Ch- not Childish Gambino, I'm sorry, Chance the Rapper and Sci High the Prince. Are those projects that we're excited for? I mean, me and Johnny talked about this on OS, but... CEO, man, what you think? Sahai, I'm always going to be ready for Sahai because I think Sahai on Kanye Beats is going like, because it's not going to be mainstream. Like, I think we've established because what No Dope on Sundays didn't do anything commercially, but it's a a great album. Um, Yeah, amazing album. So, like, I think that because the limelight may not be on the Sahai or the expectations may not be there on the Sahai or the Prince album, that maybe they'll have a little more leeway there. Um, also, we know Sahai got bars. Like, I, I, I believe, I believe if you like lock Sahai in, in a, in a studio for three days, he can come out with a great album. So, um, that the hip hop heads at least are going to appreciate. So I, I don't have no fears there. Chance the rappers where I'm starting to get a little concerned at because, <sighs> And we've never talked about Chance. Like, I've never talked about Chance on any of my podcasts because I think my The Waking Soul started a little bit after that buzz died down with him. But I am I I've have not been as impressed with any of his projects. They've been cool. But this whole acclaim that he got and this, these heights that he reached, I'd never understood personally. And I've listened to the music. So, and if you get Kanye involved in that, it's like you get two people who are really... Ah, overhyped in a sense right now, and it's like, and I and I could see them, I could see them getting in the studio together, and because they both just think that they just everything they touch is automatically great, them coming out with with a with a piece of music that they think is a masterpiece, and when we get it, we're just gonna be like, really? Like Chance said, he is the culture. That nigga ain't the culture <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, we, I gotta call it out, man. Like, the, Chance the rapper is not that good, people. I'm sorry. Like, fuck, I'm saying it. Chance the Rapper I mean, is not that good. 
He's okay. He's not terrible. He's better than Drake, but he's okay. Like is that that's it. And, and the thing is, is that this whole he's he has such artistry. Like what? Maybe I'm just missing the hype. Like to me, it just seems like like someone who's like he has great beat selection, but it just like <laughs> he has nursery. Like he's 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 not that good of a rapper. People like his bars aren't there. Like I. Duh. The only time I ever listened to a Chance verse and I was like, oh my God, he's snapping, was on Ultra Light Beans with Kanye. And that's a song where nobody rapped. So you had to give me, like, somebody had to give you something, right? But Chance did, he snapped on that song. But that's the only time I've heard him and I was like, oh my God. Like, what you're saying, that verse is the equivalent of Nikki's monster verse. Damn! Damn! <laughs> So Chance Chance the Rapper, and we just found the name to this episode. Chance the Rapper is the male Nicki Minaj. Damn. <laughs> there you go. And and there you have it. All right. Well, I, I, I got off because we got started talking about Tian. I know we, I know we have to get into our brackets, but so, you know, Awaken Soul, I, I start thinking deeper. And I, I th- this is just me playing devil's advocate. I wanted to talk to my brothers about this. So we, as as a collective, in, in general, we respect Childish Gambino's artistry, right? The fact that he sings, raps, he does a little bit of everything. He's not a great rapper, not a great singer, but there's something about his music. But we respect Childish Gambino, right? Right. So I'm thinking, and and again, I don't feel this way, but this is just me offering a a different side of the coin. So why is it that we don't respect Drake? Because he's basically does the same thing. He doesn't rap great. He doesn't sing great. Is it because he boasts about being the best rapper? But what is it that's separate? So that's purely it. So if he if he took away the bars of "I'm the best," the 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 braggish dociousness of it, would you guys respect his artistry more? No. no, oh, no, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, because you know what? That's always been like Drake's appeal. The fact that he talks so much shit. Like the first time I heard Drake rap, I was like, "Oh my god, this nigga's snapping!" It was on um, "Say What's Real," the Kanye, yeah. the Kanye yep. beat. Mm. That's the first time I heard Drake rap. So if that's your introduction to Drake rapping, you can see why I hold him to such a high regard. Like I expect more out of him when it comes to rapping and his artistry. You came out like this, bro. Nobody, you didn't have to do that. You could have just been making the, the auto-tune joints you was making with Lil Wayne. You didn't have to rap or not to that level. So I think no, because that talk has got him, gotten him there to me personally. But I mean, you can, I feel like you can talk your shit in, because just, well, Jay-Z is in a whole nother, like, I was about he's to say older that. and a whole nother tax <laughs> But he's but earned I, that. He's He progressed to that point. Drake, Drake came out the gate saying he was the best. Yeah, yeah, he said hold up. like he was talking about crowns and all kind of shit on so far gone. Like nigga, he was talking that then. The only no way, I, only way I would be able to really respect Drake is like, so he came out hard talking his shit, right? If he actually backed it up, I feel like he has never at one point in his career actually backed it up because we haven't. Well, to me, we haven't really gotten a good album. And every time he's been come at lyrically, he you can say he responded or he really, really backed down. You can't really say he responded to Meek because Meek didn't even like go back and forth with him. So after back to back, it was done. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he responded to Joe Budden and I thought he kind of got Joe a little bit out of here myself. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, let, let's see. So Common, you, he completely sidestepped Common, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. 
Yeah, he, did. <laughs> he, yeah he, he did the Euro step on Common. He just completely got, got got away from that one. Who else? Uh, well, Kendrick. We know he's been dodging Kendrick. For oh, no, he been oh, dodging he don't, he's going to duck Kendrick for the duration of his career. He don't want no smoke <laughs> with Kendrick. He don't want no smoke with J. Cole. He probably don't really want smoke with Big Sean. We oh, we know I, now Big we trying to get him off the paint. Like Big Sean, y'all, I know y'all do not fuck with him. Big Sean was dust drink. Like, <laughs> and we saw what happened with Pusha T. He had to put out a whole album to respond. So it's like, and that was Big, after dodging him for what eight years? Yes, so, well, like four or five. In, so, in social media terms, yeah, that was about eight years. <laughs> and I actually went back. I was listening to Infrared the other day, and it was like. That that song really was just a poke, a poke at the bear, so to speak. And like he really drew Drake out. Drake really responded, and Pusha T really killed that man. Like same thing he did with Lil Wayne. He used the same blueprint for Lil Wayne. But um, I mean to get back on on the the, the topic though of the of the question that I asked, like okay, so and this is just because this is just who I who came to my mind immediately. So Childish Gambino. Better rapper than Drake? No. Mm-hmm. I'll say no. Better singer than Drake? Yes. I'll, I'll say yes. Yes. Okay. Better artist than Drake? Yes. Absolutely. Because we respect Gambino as an art. Like, we, whatever Gambino does, we know he's writing. There's no questions about, about that. Before American Pharaoh, there have been no questions, no holes poked in anything that Gambino did. But it's, it's, it was, like I said, it was just an interesting question that popped up in my mind that I wanted to ask you, you fellas about, like, why is it that we, like, we just look at Drake as just, he's just annoying, man. He's really just an annoying person. <laughs> and then he ri- and then he, he rides the coattails and stuff. Like, he he's everywhere, right? Like, the social media influence, he front row games, like, he really trolls. So it's like, I expect something from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you put yourself out here in this limelight most of the time. Like, it's not even the music. It's everything else. Right. When you got <laughs> celebrities calling your shit classic, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see on social media, like, Jamie Foxx, like, salute for this another classic. I'm like, this shit ain't good. What do you mean? <laughs> this is not good. But when you have that, that kind of like that staying power or just people fucking with you on an industry level, that helps too. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I don't know how Drake has most of these people brainwashed. Maybe it's like some hidden shit in the music. I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. Scorp- Scorpion isn't a good album. I'm I don't. sorry, people. And it's funny. Like, I was calling out, you know, I, I always troll Drake fans. On, like, if y'all follow me on Facebook, I'm not going to give y'all my real name. But, like, on <laughs> Facebook, I do troll a lot of LeBron people and Drake fans, right? I think they're very synonymous because you get them in their feelings whenever you mention their name. But... I said something about Drake, and my barber responded. I was like, I'm going to leave you alone because I don't want you to fuck up my page hey. when I come see you. So I ain't going to say nothing to you, but I'm going to fuck with everybody Seven else. Seven man, yo. he owes you for losing two Fresh Cut Fridays in a row. Like, he already owes you, man. I still demand a recount for round, for round two. No, I that's low, crazy. I low key kind of conceded the crown on uh, that because, like, we just got to let it go because it's not even the, the competition joint. I just don't get my hair cut on Fridays no more. <laughs> I just don't have the time. Hey, oh, man. That's life. That's, hey, that's real life, man. But, uh, 
Yeah, I'm sorry, Jen. I, I kind of hijacked your show, man. Go ahead and take it back. It's all good, man. All right, so to the to get to the main event, the meat and potatoes of the episode, uh, we're going to do round two, round two of our um of our classic album brackets. Uh, so in round two, we have number one Illmatic up against number nine Prime. We have number thirteen Marshall Mathers LP up against number twelve Get Richard Die Trying. And then we have number two C Good Kid Matt City versus number seven C Straight Out of Compton. And then we also have number three C Ready to Die versus number eleven seed twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive. So, fellas, we're starting with Illmatic against Prime. Who's taking it first? <sighs> <laughs> do we have to, boss? That's all oh, I want to know. Like God. this, oh, okay. yes, we do. Because listen, okay. so I, I'll take this one first because I this is the one in this round that I stressed out the most about because I'm like when I'm I listen back to these and I'm like okay if I pick Prime AJ from what we're gonna do is immediately gonna say you you just you're you're a Prime fan you're staying like. He he disputed it even being on this list, and we've all talked about how much we love the album Prime. Omatic is a classic; it's a classic for a reason. Um, but so when I'm listening back to this, I'm really sitting here and I'm like, "God, just give me the answer because I don't know what to say on this one." <laughs> but I'm sorry, like call me a homer, call me crazy. Oh, I had to pick oh, Prime. <sighs> okay. And the reason why I'll say I pick Prime: a Primo's production. Royster Five Nine wrapped his ass off this whole album. Um, I think that Illmatic, while if you look at it from like a hardcore rap standpoint, it's a better album. But when you look at it from an artistry standpoint, from everything that makes a song, not just bars, like you can listen to Prime. At least for my 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 thing, it's it's more of a universal listen. Uh, Illmatic, I have to get ready to listen to. So for that reason, I had to pick Prime. <laughs> okay, well, I'm a. I, I have an idea where Johnny's gonna go, so I'm gonna just be the the odd man out. I'm gonna say Illmatic, yo. So I'm gonna say Illmatic <laughs> for the reason that it, it's not that I'm such a hip hop homer that I can't piss, pick pick against Ill, I mean, pick against Illmatic. I think Illmatic was made in a time where songs weren't like Prime was, so the the bar is different, right? And if you make something in 94 and Nas was 19 at the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's raw. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that can be appreciated. Then, uh, And then I, I enjoy Royce. Come on now. Like, this is not me hating or, or, or just picking against Royce. But I'm going with Illmatic. Like, I like New York State. I love that. I actually love that album from Nas. And you can't even get that from me. I'm a Jay-Z fan. <laughs> but I like, but I actually like Illmatic. <laughs> And it's short, like it's like it's a small dose of knives. That shit is only forty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> just just to make this interesting. But come on, Johnny. so wait a second. So are you only picking Illmatic because you think Johnny's picking Prime? Is or was Illmatic already your pick before coming into this? Recording? No, Illmatic was my pick already. But right, I just cool. have Johnny's going to go the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny, you got to decide and vote, brother. So to me, one of the, only one of these albums. To CJ's point, you can really pick up and just listen to at any point as a rap fan. Mm -hmm. And the other album, you really have to kind of be in a mood to listen to. Mm -hmm. Both both albums have pristine production, but one is to me, one is just slightly, slightly above the other. Mm -hmm. So for these reasons, I have to go with Prime. Yes. (laughs) 
It wasn't even a suspense for me. I was like, okay, let's spit it out, fam. <laughs> it's a suspense with the listeners, man. I gotta make it suspenseful. You gotta make it. You gotta make it interesting. This is my man. So I already know. Like, uh, right. okay. <laughs> now, <clears throat> this is a, this is a tough one for real, at least for me. So the next one we have is Marshall Mathis LP versus Get Rich or Die Trying. So I'm season, not going first season, on this one. I'm I'll, not doing I'll go first. I'll go first. Like um, now. With Marsh Mathers LP, definitely Eminem's best album to me. Um, lyrically, a great album. Uh, it had cohesion. It had the you know the crazy skits, all of that. Now we're talking about Fifty Cent's best album, Get Rich or Die Trying. Now lyrically, it's not Marshall Mathers. I know this, but Get Rich or Die Trying did more for hip hop in a sense because it reinvigorated gangster rap in a time where hip hop was so commercial that it wasn't like that anymore. And the sound like 50 sound was unmatched. He rolled one of the biggest beefs in hip hop history <laughs> into this album just to do the same shit that he was beefing with Ja Rule over. Um, so, and if you're going off the strength of albums that you can go back and listen to, I'm going get rich or die trying. I, I, I can't argue, and that's the thing that's so difficult about this matchup is because every point you made, I cannot argue one single bit. Um, Get Rich or Die Trying is the one that it, it could be released now, and it'll probably still do what it did. Marshall Mathers LP, it may not, just because of Eminem. Like, Eminem's whole career may be different if he came out right now because that whole homophobia-ish is not flying um, nowadays. But the production on Marshall Mathers LP and Get Rich or Die Trying I would say about the same, right? Would everyone agree? It's about the same level. So, so that was a wash for me. Um, impact. I would have to give that, give that to get rich or die trying. I felt like that had more impact. It's just an album. I think Eminem had more impact in rap throughout his career. But if we're looking at just these albums, get rich or die trying was a complete culture change for like the whole hip hop game had to change around 50 Cent and G Unit. Um, so I have to give that to get rich or die trying. Lyrical lyricism i have to give to marshall mathers lp 50 has only had two really really lyrical songs so to say if you're gonna give him that eminem wrapped his ass off this whole album regardless of the content just structurally as a rapper better and the thing is too what how how often do we say stand now in hip-hop y'all call me stand stand every day exactly (laughs) (laughs) we wouldn't have that for marshall mathers lp um so I had to pick Marshall Mathers, like just Marshall Mathers, for everything I said. I mean, I think I laid it out pretty nicely there. Marshall Mathers LP is getting the getting the win here for me. All right, down to me again. So what this decision comes down to for me at least is lyricism versus impact. Basically everything y'all already said. At the time these albums came out, they were probably the biggest albums to come out when it, you know, at, at their respective dates. <clears throat> The only thing that really separates these two albums is lyricism and impact. So I guess let me ask you. I know I know my answer, but let me ask you guys: what's what's bigger to you guys, impact or lyricism, when it comes to a hip hop album or rap album? Impact, clearly, because impact, like it's a whole bunch of lyrical albums that we don't give two fucks about later on. But we can talk about these albums because of impact too, like. Straight out, like, let's not jump. I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but I'm jumping ahead. Straight out of Compton. You think it's lyric, like a whole bunch of lyricism on there? Hell no. 
<laughs> oh, all right. But we talking about impact too, right? Yeah. And that's the only reason that shit made it to the second round. You want to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and I separate it this way. Impact is what truly makes you a universal classic. Lyricism can make you a personal classic or a classic to the hip hop heads. But if we're talking about like any random 15 year old white person would know Eminem. But I guarantee you, if you say, they'll finish it. <laughs> that's funny. That's true. But that's true, though. So, so I, yeah, I agree with everything y'all said. Now, in the case of lyricism versus impact, I would actually have to say impact is better. So because of that, I'm going to get rich and die trying. Can't be mad at it. Shorty. Yeah, he surprised me too. He surprised me too. Wow, we got we, we got get rich or die trying. One of get rich or die trying or prime are gonna make it into the finals of this. Let's just yeah. let that sink in. Sink yeah. All right. So next we have Good Kid Mad City versus Straight Out of Compton. Johnny, so it's your turn to go first, young man. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta go first on the last one, CJ. Oh, All man. right, so all right, we got Good Kid, Mad City, and Straight Outta Compton. Now we did, we just, we literally just had a big impact discussion. Yes. Now I feel like Straight Outta Compton's impact on the culture was much, you know, much greater than Good Kid, Mad City. But Good Kid, Mad City is a masterpiece of an album because through the tracks that were on there, it told one, it, it told one story throughout all the tracks. That's something that I, I would assume is something that's hard to do and it come out to be great, like come out to be a really great album. But in the case of impact versus lyricism or storytelling, got to go with impact. So going straight out of Compton. Okay, I see what you did there. That was tough. I'll I'll, I'll jump. I'll jump out the window and give you my ass on this. Now, straight out of now, I you'll think I'm contradicting myself, but listen, (laughs) like straight out of Compton, definitely impact, right? Definitely impact. Um, I think Good Kid, Mad City has impact because of the time it came out too, because that's where impact, like, it really matters because. If Straight Outta Compton came out in like maybe the mid nineties, it'll be just another mid nineties album rather right. than the late eighties. Right. So when Good Kid, Mad City came out, it was a lack of hip hop like classics. Like it wasn't like the greatest. Like I think two thousand twelve was a good year in hip hop, but it's just it was hard to really get like a masterpiece on an album, which it really is. It's like a cinematic tale. Straight Outta Compton lets you in the world of Compton, but this told you like. Compton through a different lens, like the kid that really grew up in just a mad city, ha ha ha. But he really <laughs> grew up on a different side of the tracks. He didn't bang. He just was Kendrick. So for me, you I didn't did a lot of spill on Good Kid Bad City. You know where I'm going. Good Kid right. Bad City. I'm pick it. Damn. Well, well, well. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So <laughs> uh, w- the the impact of Straight Outta Compton. Everyone knows it. Everyone who's a hip hop fan, everyone who follows something that Ralph mentioned before that we need to get to at some point. Hip hop DNA. Literally, almost everything in hip hop has its strands back to someone in NWA, which comes back to this this album. I I think that when you really look at the impact that Dre's had, the impact that Cube has had in multiple realms, um, it all comes back to this album. But the thing is, is that it's such an album of its time, still a classic, but it's very much of its time. Whereas I feel like Good Kid, Mad City, 
you can come back to this album 10 years from now and it will still be a masterpiece. Like, I think that it's, it, I feel like this is timeless. Straight Outta Compton is timeless in a different way. It's timeless in the sense where when you listen to it, you're transported back to that era of hip hop. But Good Kid Mad City, the music, musically on here, it, it's timeless. It ages very well. Um, so I have to give the, the edge to Good Kid Mad City here. All right. All right. Dope. Now, hold on. Are we really going to vote on this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. So for the next one, the next and final one of round two, we have Ready to Die versus 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Hayes, take it. Listen, take I don't even away. know why we're having this conversation. It's clear that 2014 <laughs> Forest Hills Drive is a far superior album than. Re- no, I'm just fucking playing. Ready to die <laughs> definitely gets the, gets Damn, the victory. Wait, wait, bro. <laughs> no, no, I wish everybody could have saw me in Ralph face. Like, no, like, wait, <laughs> wait. Oh. <laughs> uh, I had that. I had a straight up serious look on my face. Y'all thought I was for real. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Word, is he saying this? Is he saying this?" Let me type in my resignation later. <laughs> they was spending David roughing me off off of the brakes. <laughs> no, but I mean, come on now, ready to die, classic. Um, the next round is gonna get. I- Really interesting, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, come on now, ready to die for basically everything that I said about Good Kid Man City, I feel like applies to Ready to Die as well. I think that that music is timeless when Juicy comes on, like, there, I don't dance, like, listen, I'm, I'm, I don't for real, but when Juicy comes on, man, if you ain't moving in some type of way and like it, it you, you're dead inside, like, it, it Ready to Die is a great album, it's a perfect album, yeah. I- I'll, I, I'm not it's, gonna. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna pick, I, I, yeah, I'm not picking against this, yo. Like, I'm not. And you know, Coles is my man's Jermaine. Like, that's my guy. But no, Ready to Die is like a quintessential hip hop classic. So for like, the listeners, we have unanimously decided to go with Ready to Die. So you, know, just, you notice this happens every time. Like this happened the first round. We swept. We what the fuck was ready to die against in the first round? Doggy oh, style. Yeah. He's like, oh hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so in the semifinals, we have Prime versus Get Rich or Die Trying, and we have Good Kid, Mad City versus Ready to Die. <sighs> so next week we'll do the semifinal round. Um, damn, that was. I feel like that wasn't as hard as the first round. Like it was difficult, but it wasn't as hard. Yeah, but it's coming yeah, right back around. Like yeah, this, this next one. Gonna be... <laughs> so, uh, do we care LeBron going to the Lakers? No, no, we don't. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah. All right. So before we sign off, y'all know I gotta let y'all know Saturday, July seventh. We're, we are having a meetup here in St. Louis at Bar Louie in the Central West End at 8 p.m. We are giving away two tickets to the live show on July 21st. So come kick it with us. Um, We're going to be there drinking, talking shit, having fun. So come holler at us. Now, on July 21st is the live show. If you don't win the tickets when you come to the meetup, you can still purchase tickets on Eventbrite before the, before the day of the show. So... <laughs> What what I do? No, nah, it's just don't worry about. But anyway, I'm goofy, man. Don't worry about me. Come, 
Come to the live show, man, because it's going to be lit. We got King Skrilla coming through with a performance, and James Biko will be the curator of DJing for the evening. <laughs> I try to make it sound prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, uh, you guys want to leave them with your sign-offs? What yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, the Mind of Rap on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to, you know, anything oversaturate the podcast, check out oversaturatepod.com. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. But I want to leave people with these parting words. Drake fans are the only fans that are worse than the Beehive. Because the Beehive, at least, you have two of the greatest. With Drake, you just have a crybaby. Like, as, much, as, much, as much as I troll the Beehive, the Beehive has a reason to be in the Beehive. Like We all know Beyonce is talented. Drake, I don't really know. Yeah, the jury's still out on the Aubrey right now. Yeah, right. I keep saying Drake is Aubrey. Yeah, I, I get. But so, what are we going to do when Aubrey, at age forty-five, comes out with a woke album and just completely flips what we think about him? What, 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 what are we going to do then? We going to play Story of Adidon. <laughs> <laughs> we forget. We didn't forget. <laughs> like forget. Get a picture of the black face and put never forget across it. Oh man, I feel so sorry. Like I hope Adonis never goes to school with my kids because like they gonna eat him alive <laughs> about his pops, man. <laughs> oh my that's, that's crazy. Well, I am J O N two underscores the letter B on Twitter, and that's another episode of the breaks, people. We out. We out. Peace. Peace. Um, bringing pain like two bad nurses in the pain from these here motherfucking verses. Ridiculous thirsts involving hoses To the dirt shit first fixing is in autos to work with Slugs to the surf shit, chest a squirt shit I'm kicking it with an expert kit From birth to the earth split It'll hurt bitch, show you how worse it than worse Get in a zone See the vein when the pain repel And then the clothes and the curtains bitch When adrenaline's pumping I don't understand discussion Only hit certain shit I'm a misunderstood nigga And I'm off my square I got me reversing clips in this person shit What can I say to make you see how the fuck I feel To make me wanna jump over the edge I'm charged up and stuff is getting shot up on the leg No pain instead of cane I took a blood off to the head So tell me what it's Retaliate will lead the repercussion I feel the reaper rushing to go into things Like it's a wicked stick Dip the benadryl Hop back up in the steel To get the kick of shit For niggas and bitches that I kick it with I was born to get you pumped up It's like some lead bust Cause it get motherfuckers a head rust And your head bust when you jumped up Cause what I say must Stick at your geek My eyes red bust But smoking shit the niggas hit out on the die Make me wanna stick the clipper on the side And if you act like a bitch on the side If you have to then the whole west side And let the shit go on the ride That's with the trigger bust like when the motherfucker have to go and pick up the pump To make his opposition chest kick up and jump When you lit up the gun To make your body get up and jump Like when the motherfucker have to go and pick up the pump To make a trigger kick up and dump So turn the bass kick up and bump And let the rhythm fit up the drum Like when the motherfucker have to go and pick up the pump To make his opposition chest kick up and jump When you lit up the gun To make your body get up and jump Like when the motherfucker have to go and pick up the pump To make a trigger kick up and dump So turn the bass kick up and bump And let the